kidding, boy. I said, you mean on television? Oh, yeah. He said, I watched it. He said, man, that was a knockdown bad guy. And uh, we'd hunted up quite a bit of Greg's grandma's land, and I was looking for some new land to hunt on yesterday. And I thought maybe if I could get a hold of Brother Wilkes, maybe he could tell me where we could hunt someplace since we was that far away from home. Because it's hard to go hunting on land you don't have permission anymore. As nice as them guys are out there anymore, you could wind up in the morgue. And uh, <clears throat> so I asked the man that owned the restaurant. You know, Anthony's not a big town. I don't know it is, but it's not too big. I said, do you know of a Pentecostal preacher in this town that uh, the church is about a year or two old? Oh, yeah, he said, I know that Pentecostal preacher. You know, everybody in every little town like that knows everybody. I knew he would. I just had to find out sometimes. I said, do you know where that church is? And I don't know. Greg must have been doing some talking or something other because all of a sudden this young man with the suit and everything on chimed up. He was one of the members of the church. And I got to talking to, uh, to the feller some more with Paul. It's hard to fool somebody that travels around. My boy travels from one end of this country to the other. He don't only travel, he lives in preachers' houses and churches. <clears throat> and I didn't even know what the score was till I talked to Paul, but I looked at Paul and I said, lot of churches that are blowing by us, you know, numerically. It's all right. I'd just as soon be like the turtle and the rabbit. When I get there, I want something to present to God. Amen. Amen. This ain't just Jesus' name, baptism, hoorah, hoorah, hoorah. And this isn't just talking in tongues, hoorah, hoorah, hoorah. They better read the rest of the Bible. There's a whole lot in front of that, and there's a whole lot behind it. Amen. 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 We're trying to build something to present to God. We are going to heaven. And we are going to meet God. And this Bible does mean what it says and says what it means. Now, I'm going to get on this for just a few minutes. I promise you, though, I'm going to let you out earlier this week and have the last two. Praise God, I even surprised myself. Last Sunday I tried to quit, but the Lord wouldn't let me. I don't feel that this week, so some of you that's hungry, you can already quit worrying. Praise God. Hallelujah. <clears throat> but I want you to turn to the book of Second Peter. And I want you to read the 21st verse of the first chapter I'm going to keep driving these things into you people because you see the world has you all week long and I have you for an hour or two on Sunday morning and Thursday night we're so versatile that we don't much touch on things like this but in the 21st verse it said for the prophecy 
came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved. Everybody say, holy men of God. I wonder how many of you believe that God's got holy men. I wonder how many of you believe they're the pastor. Praise God. Holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Now, it's stupid for me to be up here doing all I'm doing this morning if I don't believe this because all I've done this morning is stood here and defended God and His Word. Amen. Amen. But you better be glad in this day and age there's somebody willing to take issue with these kind of clowns. And I'm going to tell you something. This ain't even close to over. They better hope they can get the Constitution of the United States of America changed because this trash, you mark my word, you're going to see some of the biggest liable suits in the nation. It ain't only going to be us suing them. It's going to be us I mean, them suing us, it's going to be us suing them. And I'm ready to sue some already. I'm working on a situation right now. I'm going to jerk this church out of hiding. I'm going to stop some of these lying mouths in this city that became so bold. But you got to let the devil get himself in the corner before you ever do something. Just let him talk. He'll get himself in such a jam he can't get out. Now, <clears throat> turn to, what is it, First Timothy 3.16? It ain't Second Timothy 3.16. Second Timothy three sixteen. <clears throat> I want everybody to read the first two words of that verse. How much scripture is that? Did you know that some of these atheists that are writing some of these new translation put in that verse every inspired scripture? That way they can give you a mess in your mind to doubt the Word of God. Destroy your faith. But this Bible says, and I'm glad I've got this Bible and I'm keeping this Bible, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for what most of them don't believe in anymore, doctrine. They don't believe you even ought to preach doctrine. Or reproof. Too many folks go to church and don't think the man of God has the authority to reprove you. And what's amazing is a lot of times is and don't know it. For correction. How many of you think you need spiritual correction? If you don't, God's not your father. You're a bastard son. You ought not to cuss in church like that. Let me read the Bible to you. I didn't cuss. I just simply said what the Bible said. Amen. For instructions. In, you know why that there? I'm not after some folks in here. You need to find out the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses you from all sins. But you know why that statement's not popular in the pulpit anymore? Because there's too many illegitimate children in this world. I told my son, I said, son, 
You're going to need more God. You're going to need more of that Bible. You're going to need more of the power of God for the generation of preaching that's coming on in front of you than I ever had. And he said, why is that, Dad? I said, we have an entire generation of illiterates and illegitimate children coming on hand for you to pastor. And you know what? In the church we want them to be saved so much we're even shifting the word of God around so they can be saved. You better be careful you destroy your own principles of your own life and your own knowledge of the word of God. Amen. God help you to keep yourself morally clean and spiritually clean spiritually straight and morally straight. Amen. Why you say something like that? To belittle us, make us feel bad? No. You didn't find out why I said that at all. I said that so you can live with yourself and have some confidence in yourself. Amen. Amen. And if your life was messed up before you got in church, thank God it's straightened out now and keep it that way. Amen. You can't undo yesterday, but you can sure take care of it from here today. Come on. Come on. There has to be a beginning. Today is the first day of your life. Come on. Hallelujah. I don't know if you was there, James, when he preached that or not, but I ain't got over it yet. Was you there when Brother preached that? Boy, that was fantastic. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, all Scripture is given by God. But listen to what this guy says. He said, if you give them an image from the Bible. Now, how would you get an image from the Bible? Well, let me give you an image from the Bible, okay? Everybody turn to 1 Corinthians, the 6th chapter. Thought I knew it. Oh, no wonder I got the second Corinthians. Get the right Corinthian bunch here. I want you to read with me the ninth verse and see if I can create an image in your mind. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. Don't trick yourself. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor queers, infeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, let me ask you something. What's the difference of stealing off of somebody else and stealing off of somebody in the family? Is there any difference in stealing off of somebody else and stealing off of somebody in the family? You know what goes on in... Uh, <clears throat> well, she's my sister. She won't care. Oh, that's my brother's stuff. I got my brother's heater in my garage because he brought it over there and it hadn't been working right the last two days and I've been worried about it. So I'm going to take that thing down and get it fixed. You know, 
along. Me and Tom, we've really got along good in our life, haven't we, Tom? We, we haven't fought each other. We haven't called each other names. I don't know. Maybe brothers are supposed to fight, but Tom and I never did. So. I seen two or three brothers out in the front yard of my house the other day, and boys, I, they wasn't hurting each other to be mean, but they was down there twisting each other's necks and arms and legs and stuff, and you could hear them, oh, oh, oh. and I mean, them boys was getting with it. <clears throat> Praise God. But Tom... And I, I mean, just because he's my brother, I don't go, <laughs> it's hanging in his shed, I'll just take it, he's my brother, you know. And he don't come over and just roll up the garage and walk in and say, oh, Carl's got this, he don't care. We use each other's stuff, but we ask each other if we can use it, and then we got enough sense to bring it home. think about some of these girls that show up in their sister's dresses and didn't even ask if they could wear them. I'll tell you something, I don't believe in that trash. It's not honest. It's dishonest and it's stealing and it's lying and it's cheating. tell by looking at faces I sure did give you a dull drink then amen just cause it's your mom and dad's don't mean you can go in and get it oh mom and dad won't care all they want huh Wait till you go buy your wife something real nice because you love her. And you come home and find out some stupid kid ran off with it and broke it and it didn't mean nothing to them. <laughs> oh, I can already tell y'all want me to start preaching something different. Okay. Praise God. Hallelujah. Don't be deceivers. Don't lie to yourselves. Neither thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards. Well, I'm getting where I love drunkards. They about wiped me out of the land of living now twice in the last month. I will tell you something. This church is very fortunate well, maybe not. Maybe some of them would be happy to get a new one. But <clears throat> to have a pastor standing here preaching this morning. This church could be suffering a real nightmare this morning. Because Brother Carriker, Greg, Greg Charles, and your pastor came within inches of going out into eternity yesterday. Over some wide-eyed, wild, goofy woman on the highway at 60-some miles an hour. She ran an old man and woman right off the highway in front of us over an embankment with a great big camper on their truck and I thought my god that woman that man's going to turn that rig over when I looked up and here she come at us and brother brother uh, character done exactly what you never do 
he took off for the ditch on the other side. And when he did, she bared out straight at us, coming at us back over on her lane again. And I had been asleep, but I was wide awake, hanging on to that dash, and all I could say is, my God. But if Brother Kirker hadn't done what he did, I believe he followed God and the Holy Ghost. I sat down and thought about it last night. If he hadn't done what he did, there was no way we could have got out. And he told me, he said, Brother Elder, he said, I don't know why. He said, I had about four seconds to think about it. He said, the thought hit me in the head. Stay behind him till she can't catch you and then get out of the way the other way. And just as he did it, she shot between us and missed us both. Only three weeks ago, I looked up in front of Gibson and here come a drunk right through town, a good 45 mile an hour in my lane. And God spoke to me in time, and I drove that car nearly up into Gibson's parking lot, and he hit the two cars behind me and totaled out all three cars. Praise God. God's taking care of us. But I'll tell you one thing, this drunk driving's getting in my skull that it better get off of this highway and these roads. Amen. Amen. This Sodom is just getting hard to live with. Amen. In her drunken stupor. You know what all of this dope and drunk is? It's because they can't live with themselves because they know what's in here. And the only way to get rid of this psychology ain't working. And this witchcraft stuff is not working. So they run out of there and they know they didn't get the answer in the psychologist's office even though they made them feel better, perverting their mind, but they grab another bottle to get out of the real world. Amen. Amen. Oh, yeah, I just created an image in your mind and it said here, if you give them an image from the Bible, they take it as the literal word of God. Singleman said in an interview, all of the teaching undermines their capacity to doubt and to question. And that's just exactly what I've been working on for about two hours this morning, is to take away your capacity to doubt and to question. That's what I've been doing. And you need to thank God for it. It is not a sign you're an illiterate and you can't think for yourself. It is a sign that you love God and you love the world more than you love anything and you are a thankful people. I want to make this statement. I don't care where you understand it or don't understand it. You're never going to find God in a secular way. And the people who are trying in this secular educated stuff are falling by the wayside by the, like flies. And I don't have anything against people who are edu educated because I found out this in the last few years of pastoring. You can't help some people. I don't care. If you spend all your resources, you won't help them. They are too illiterate to grasp enough to be saved. So somewheres in between there, Amen. Amen. But I'm going to tell you something. It makes no difference how smart or dumb you are. The common denominator is, do you love this? Do you believe this? Is it a treasure in your life? Amen. Where do you get that stuff, Brother Elder? I have Bible for it. That's right. You turn to Second Thessalonians. You folks are living in this hour right now. Uh, 
And I didn't even get on what I wanted to work on this morning. I wanted to work on the flood upon the land. Praise God. But maybe I'll just close that way. I've got to hurry. But if you read in the second verse of the second chapter of Second Thessalonians, that ye be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first. And that's what I'm preaching on this morning. There is a tremendous falling away going on and it is not always because, are you listening to me? It is not always because some people want to backslide. It's because too many people today are letting themselves be influenced by things they know better than to be influenced by. The Bible said if you know to do right, do right. And you work on people out there. I know Brother Peter's met lots of them. I've talked with him about some of them. You, you, t you can get a hold of some sharp-tongued fellas out there that can flat impress you, Brother Peter. Amen. I've been with them. I love to listen to Dr. Little. Man, that Dr. Little turns me on. And then I go sit down and I say, Boy, you better pay attention to yourself. But I mean, or to speech. He couldn't miss putting the right words together if he tried. And he don't come on you like a whirlwind, and he don't leave you in a drag. Friend, when he's done with you, you're just swooning around like a little angel. The only thing is, you don't know. Well, you got a halo or horns. You better watch that junk. You can be influenced, Brother Elder, till you could drop a whole lot of things you know better. goes for the preacher as well as the saint. Amen. Got to practice what you preach. Come on. Hallelujah. You better watch what you get involved with. And you don't have to get involved with an orator. You could get involved with a skunk. You don't know a skunk's a skunk. You need him to spray you on. That'll teach you the difference. I watched our poor old dog after get sprayed with a skunk run upside down for a hundred feet. amazing how a dog can run upside down. Praise God. You don't believe me. I can tell by looking, but it did. Praise God. So now, Brother Elder, I don't care. You need to see one sprayed. The fact is, you need to get sprayed. You find out what a skunk is. Praise God. I remember old brother Hicks one time come out to church to preach in a pair of bib overhauls. And everybody wanted to know what he's in bib overhauls for. He said, I don't wear my good clothes when I come to skin a skunk. Praise God. <clears throat> now listen to this. Fourth verse. Who opposes and exalted himself above all that is called God 
or that is worshipped so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God showing himself that he is God. Did you know that's why even this spirit in the land right now it's preparing this generation for this man? Remember ye not that when I was yet with you I told you these things and now you know what withholdeth that he might be revealed. The mystery of iniquity doth already work, only he who now lit it will lit it until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth. These people ain't getting by, it just looks like they are. And should destroy them with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs. If you want signs, you're going to get them. I said this is coming down between Moses and Pharaoh's court. And lying wonders. That's what this is here. This is a lying wonder. Amen. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish. Why do they perish? Because they receive not the love of the truth. They don't love the truth. They don't love the truth. This is a generation that wants to hear everything but the truth. You better love the truth. Forsake it not, and be thankful for it. I'm reading two verses in close. Psalms 98 and 8. Maybe three. Don't get excited, I'm not preaching on it. Psalms 98 and 8. David said, let the floods clap their hands. Let the hills be joyful together. Now, did you ever see floods clap their hands? So then this must be talking about something besides water. Isaiah 59 and 19. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. Somebody is, praise God. And I didn't even get on the very elect this morning. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. I'm telling you what, church, they're going to come after you on the television, in the newspaper. They're going to come after you like a flood. Now, if you've never been in a real flood, it's a mess. It'll sweep you away. Especially if you get in the dangerous parts of it. Remember when we was boys one time we went out in a canoe in the flood. We was going to see if we could find out where the river was. We sure did. And I was sure proud when we got away from it again. It's a miracle they didn't find us under four feet of silt. Amen. Hallelujah. A flood is dangerous. And what's awful about a flood is, it don't say, Hey, wake up, I'm coming. You hear some funny noise up against the house. 
you open up the door and it says, hello, here I am. It's already all around you. Oh, I'll get away from it, yeah? You better take precaution there, too, how you're going to get away from it. Amen. What are you saying, Brother Elder? Here it is right here. The Lord will lift up a standard. You better put your trust in the Lord. You better put your confidence in God. Hey, this, I'm going to say something. I don't know why I'm saying these things. Because it's hard to create confidence in people in the ministry and say these kind of things. But this is the hour when you better get so much of this in you that if your preacher goes wacky or fails, it don't affect you. That's easier said than done. this. I don't know if I read it or not. Literal means according to the letter. Literal means not allegorical. Now let me tell you something. These theologians today hate this kind of preaching. You know why? They believe that the Bible is allegorical. Don't you like me throwing them big words at you? Oh, man, that ought to impress you. And you know what? The kind of preaching I'm preaching this morning makes them mad. You know why this makes them mad? Because they don't believe in the virgin birth. They don't believe the Word of God is nothing except a fantastic way for some of them to make a living. You go and check them out. And then we've got all kinds of goony birds. I'm going to tell all you people something in this church this morning. All you that get a hold of the plain truth, you know what you believe every time you read that book? A plain lie. All the plain truth is, is a plain lie from an old man that's went stupid and nobody ought to listen to him. He's lived so long he went crazy and he's still writing. His last book come out on There Is No Hell. All it is is a plain lie. And anybody that reads a plain truth is swallowing a plain lie. And you go tell them I said so. Amen. While well, I'm on that junk, the inquire too. It's not even religious. It's just devil-possessed and stupid. Some folks like living in a fairy's world. And I'm not talking about queers this time. Hallelujah. I'm talking about lies untruths. Amen. Praise God. The Bible is not allegorical or metaphorical and the word literal means the execution of a command. That's what they don't like. The execution of a command. But there's one book you better read. You better read the last of this book. It said there's two books going to be there when it's all over 
and I'm going to tell this sweet little Susan Rothbaum. That's a wonderful name. That ought to impress you. That she's not going to escape getting up there and standing in front of that God and facing that book that she's making fun of in this newspaper. She's not going to get out of it. I don't care how hard she tries or what she thinks in her goofy head. You're not going to, and you're not going to, and you're not going to, and I'm not going to. This Bible said every knee, and if you've got a knee on you, that's you. It said every knee, and it's going to execute its command. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you what we need to do. We need to walk out of here as an army today in one mind and one spirit and one accord and put trash like this down against our local news media and tell all over town how trashy we think they are. We need to stir up a stink. I hate pornography, but I'd rather fight this bunch that's putting the Word of God down than pornography any day. Come on. Let's let them know there's a people that believes in this book and we don't care if you've been to 25 years of college. You're not getting this out of us. We're not going to swallow your hogwash. Amen. We might ought to find out where this woman lives at and mail our trash to her. Some guy got on the radio down there in Florida the other day and said the Americans ought to mail their trash to Gaddafi. Now there's all kinds of folks wondering how to mail their trash to Gaddafi. Maybe we ought to mail our trash to her. Tell her what we think of her trash. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'll tell you what. I hope the Lord comes. The more I live in this world, the more adults act like kids. Praise God. Hallelujah. I heard a woman call up on the radio the other day, and she's so mad. She's on a talk show, and she wanted to get even with this other woman. And the man on the radio told her, said, Now, you're an adult. You don't act like that. <laughs> and she kept on and he said, You're an adult. You don't act like that. Pretty soon he said, Are you an adult? Hallelujah. She said yes. He said then act like one. <laughs> Hallelujah. How many of you think it's time we grow up? Hallelujah. Quit being kids and act like God wants us to act like. We don't want to act like this world. They act like they've never had a nick of schooling or ounce of sense or anything. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's stand this morning. I know I didn't get too spiritually on fire this morning. Evangelistical, but I'll tell you one thing. I decided I'm going to stand up 
since that trashy bunch come out on this weekend for my God. Hallelujah. I wonder how many of you think it's time to stand up for our God. Not to swallow this trash. Hallelujah. Not to even consider it. Not to even give it any kind of a chance to mess up our minds. Hallelujah. 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 It's time for us to walk out of here in one mind and one accord this morning. Go out there on them streets and do battle for the Lord. Come on, do battle for the Lord. You need to tell folks, hey, if it says it in this Bible, you better do it. Hallelujah. You might ought to tell them when you get out there that this Bible said you're going to pass away and this earth is going to pass away, but this is not going to pass away. How are you going to get around it? Praise God. Uh, let's worship him some more this morning. love of the truth. They don't love the truth. They don't love the truth. This is a generation that wants to hear everything but the truth. You better love the truth. Forsake it not. And be thankful for it. I'm reading two verses in close. Psalms 98 and 8. Maybe three. Don't get excited. I'm not preaching on it. Psalms 98 and 8. David said, let the floods clap their hands. Let the hills be joyful together. Now, did you ever see floods clap their hands? So then this must be talking about something besides water. Isaiah 59 and 19. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. Somebody is, praise God. And I didn't even get on the very elect this morning. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. I'm telling you what, church, they're going to come after you on the television, in the newspaper. They're going to come after you like a flood. Now, if you've never been in a real flood, it's a mess. It'll sweep you away. Especially if you get in the dangerous parts of it. I remember when we was boys one time, we went out in a canoe in the flood. We was going to see if we could find out where the river was. We sure did. And I was sure proud when we got away from it again. It's a miracle they didn't find us under four feet of silt. Amen. Hallelujah. A flood is dangerous. And what's awful about a flood is, it don't say, Hey, wake up, I'm coming. You hear some funny noise up against the house. And you open up the door and it says, Hello, here I am. It's already all around you. 
Oh, I'll get away from it, yeah. You better take precaution there too, how you gonna get away from it. Amen. What are you saying, brother Elder? Here it is right here. The Lord will lift up a standard. You better put your trust in the Lord. You better put your confidence in God. Hey, this I'm gonna say something. I don't know why I'm saying these things. Because it's hard to create confidence in people in the ministry and say these kind of things. But this is the hour when you better get so much of this in you that if your preacher goes wacky or fails, it don't affect you. That's easier said than done. this. I don't know if I read it or not. Literal means according to the letter. Literal means not allegorical. Now let me tell you something. These theologians today hate this kind of preaching. You know why? They believe that the Bible is allegorical. Don't you like me throwing them big words at you? Oh, man, that ought to impress you. And you know what? The kind of preaching I'm preaching this morning makes them mad. You know why this makes them mad? Because they don't believe in the virgin birth. They don't believe the Word of God is nothing except a fantastic way for some of them to make a living. You go and check them out. And then we've got all kinds of goonie birds. I'm going to tell all you people something in this church this morning. All you that get a hold of the plain truth you know what you believe every time you read that book a plain lie all the plain truth is is a plain lie from an old man that's went stupid and nobody ought to listen to him he's lived so long he went crazy and he's still writing His last book come out on There Is No Hell. All it is is a plain lie. And anybody that reads a plain truth is swallowing a plain lie. And you go tell them I said so. Amen. While I'm on that junk, the inquire too. It's not even religious. It's just devil-possessed and stupid. Some folks like living in a fairy's world. And I'm not talking about queers this time. Hallelujah. I'm talking about lies untruths. Amen. Praise God. The Bible is not allegorical or metaphorical and the word literal means the execution of a command. That's what they don't like. The execution of a command. But there's one book you better read you better read the last of this book it said there's two books gonna be there when it's all over and I'm gonna tell this sweet little Susan Rothbaum that's a wonderful name that ought to impress you 
that she's not going to escape getting up there and standing in front of that God and facing that book that she's making fun of in this newspaper. She's not going to get out of it. I don't care how hard she tries or what she thinks in her goofy head. You're not going to, and you're not going to, and you're not going to, and I'm not going to. This Bible said every knee, and if you got a knee on you, that's you. It said every knee, and it's going to execute its command. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you what we need to do. We need to walk out of here as an army today in one mind and one spirit and one accord and put trash like this down against our local news media and tell all over town how trashy we think they are. We need to stir up a stink. I hate pornography, but I'd rather fight this bunch that's putting the Word of God down than pornography any day. Come on. Let's let them know there's a people that believes in this book and we don't care if you've been to 25 years of college. You're not getting this out of us. We're not going to swallow your hogwash. Amen. We might ought to find out where this woman lives at and mail our trash to her. Some guy got on the radio down there in Florida the other day and said the Americans ought to mail their trash to Gaddafi. Now there's all kinds of folks wondering how to mail their trash to Gaddafi. Maybe we ought to mail our trash to her. Tell her what we think of her trash. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'll tell you what. I hope the Lord comes. The more I live in this world, the more adults act like kids. Praise God. Hallelujah. I heard a woman call up on the radio the other day, and she's so mad. She's on a talk show, and she wanted to get even with this other woman. And the man on the radio told her, said, Now, you're an adult. You don't act like that. <laughs> and she kept on and he said, You're an adult. You don't act like that. Pretty soon he said, Are you an adult? Hallelujah. She said yes. He said, then act like one. <laughs> Hallelujah. How many of you think it's time we grow up? Hallelujah. Quit being kids and act like God wants us to act like. We don't want to act like this world. They act like they never had a nick of schooling or ounce of sense or anything. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's stand this morning. I know I didn't get too spiritually on fire this morning. Evangelistical, but I'll tell you one thing. I decided I'm going to stand up since that trashy bunch come out on this weekend for my God. Hallelujah. I wonder how many of you think it's time to stand up for our God not to swallow this trash. Hallelujah. 
not to even consider it not to even give it any kind of a chance to mess up our minds hallelujah 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 it's time for us to walk out of here in one mind and one accord this morning go out there on them streets and do battle for the lord come on do battle for the lord you need to tell folks hey if it says it in this bible you better do it hallelujah you might ought to tell them when you get out there that this Bible said you're going to pass away and this earth is going to pass away, but this is not going to pass away. How are you going to get around it? Praise God. Oh, let's worship him some more this morning. 